What's up, Reimaginers, and welcome back. Welcome to the Recap Show NWSL Championship Edition. If you're listening on audio, um, we've missed you, and you really should join our membership. We've been doing these every week. Um, And to our Reimaginers, thank you. We love you, um, and hope you're enjoying this video. Um, So the NWSL is heating up, and so is the Recap Show. And as always, Tobin is going to start with the sports. Today, we will be recapping the NWSL semifinal matches. In the first semifinal match, we watched the Portland Thorns hosted the New York, New Jersey Gotham, which is just a mouthful in itself. (laughs) We watched the traveling team, Gotham, defeat the Portland Thorns 1-0. It was a picturesque night in Portland. The rain was pouring down and the fans were at their best. But an individual moment of brilliance on a stunning top-of-the-box strike from the late substitute Katie Stengel was ultimately the difference between these two teams. This game showed that playoff form is a real thing, and Portland didn't look to be the caliber team that we expected and know them to be at this stage in the season. And the storybook continues for Gotham, who last season was the worst team in the NWSL, and now looks to host their very first NWSL championship. And the legend of Allie Krieger continues. (laughs) In the second semifinal, we watched the San Diego Wave host O.L. Reign. We witnessed O.L. Reign defeat the San Diego Wave 1-0, another 1-0 game. At Snapdragon Stadium, the home of the Wave, the biggest stadium in the NWSL, which was basically left to cheer about nothing. Uh, The home team looked uninspired and unable to change the pace of the game to uh, get into their favor. Um, And Laura Harvey's side uh, certainly didn't play inspired football either, but looked comfortable and in control. And with an unexpected crot, which you say, shross, (laughs) which is a cross goal or a shot cross goal, um, from Veronica Lasko, um, who has been O.L. Reigns, playoff lifeline at this point gave them the cushion they needed to see the game out and ultimately knock out the best team in the league and the ongoing story of laura harvey's dominance over casey stoney has continued to be a real thing now let's get into the daily discussion amazing so uh during this daily discussion we have been told that we must stay within a 15-minute parameter. So, Tobin, please um, start your timer. I don't really do parameters, but I do do watches. I'm just the messenger. (laughs) Start your engines, folks. It's time for the daily discussion. All right. So uh, every single playoff season, there is the same talking point. We say the same thing over and over again. You know what it is. You all probably know what it is, but I'm not sure that you know what it is right now. Um, It's the NWSL playoff format. Um, It is bizarre and lopsided, and it generally means that the top two seeds get a bye. There's usually an international break alongside that bye. 
Um, so that, uh, you know, every year there's a two or three week gap between the, the last game that the team plays before they go into the playoffs. And that was the case again, uh, this NWSL final. And what we saw, which is very common, is that both hosting seeded teams lost. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot to be said for form and yep. staying in form and playing games and being in a little bit of flow versus just sitting on your hands waiting for your most important match of your season. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Yeah, I I think it like kind of showed up in in two players a little bit. Uh, we had two players coming back from injuries. Uh, both players that are important to the teams. We had Rose Lavelle, who was coming back from an injury, and Sophia Smith coming back from an injury. And Rose Lavelle actually went, stayed in, um, Seattle in Seattle and trained and was with the team getting into a rhythm. And Sophia Smith actually went with the U.S. Women's National Team on international Mm -hmm. duty. And who knows, like, you know, everybody is at a different form in their recovery, but it just shows how disruptive it is to these players to have an international break for for the top players. And then also the bye. Like for Portland, they had lost, they had played their last game of the season, lost, in like a crazy loss to to your team Angel City and then their first game of their playoff they play and they lose yeah they're later and Rose got some minutes in uh the quarterfinal yes so she had exactly what I'm talking about yep. that opportunity to build yep. to grow and she's in a unique position cuz she's coming back from injury yeah but everybody got that you know yeah Portland's last game was this loss in in the end of the league, and that happens. You can lose your last game and go to the playoffs. Um, But OL is building. They're coming off a quarterfinal win. Yeah. Um, And they're coming off on a high. And I think that those those two, just as an example, but we also saw it with Gotham, and we also saw it with the San Diego Wave. There's just a difference in the energy that was, like, brought to the game from the beginning of a team that feels like Mm -hmm. together they know what they're doing and they have some confidence. And this is the most important part of the season. This is the playoffs. Imagine if it's the NBA. And you're in your, like, Eastern, Western Conference Final. It's LeBron James. He's playing in the Eastern or now the Western Conference Final. (laughs) And all of a sudden, Team USA basketball says, oh, you just won that. Before you go to the the final series, you're going to come over and play with a different team for a couple weeks and then go back and try to win a championship with your team. It's just unheard of. It would never happen. It's disruptive. It shows that the best team isn't going to be the most likely team to win a championship. It's very hard to do. That's why I always say, like, the shield for me is a more important and a more uh, conclusive idea of who the best team is in the league. Um, But I don't know. There's just been so much disruption with the World Cup and now – you know, with the format of of the playoffs, well, um, I think being the I way they are, we read we read a stat that of um in like in this format in its history, like five of the six seeded teams that had not played in that quarterfinal ultimately lost in the semifinal and didn't make the final. So yeah. I think that's proof enough yeah. that something needs to be changed. So NWSL organizers, if you're listening to this, I think we could use a little refresh of the playoff format. No, we just need to go to a European calendar. Period. Full stop. Okay. It's going to be disruption to the max until we become a legit. Agreed. And also incremental gains. Incremental gains. Yep. So we went from um, the rainy, stormy, as you call it, picturesque, uh, thrilling late goal in Portland that took Gotham to the final. It was so cool to see. Fans were going wild. 
Um, a, a great semifinal, an upset for sure, but a great semifinal. And because it went into overtime, we our TV immediately switched over to San Diego and Snapdragon Stadium. And I think we both were I like think everybody was smacked like, in the face with this like this of- horrible picture of football lines being painted yeah. and kind of faded <laughs> over the field. And it was we, a mess. And it was just like, you know, Portland in the rain. It's like, looks like football, right? Yeah. And then it's like, we're in this amazing stadium. Obviously, San Diego has done a, an amazing job, a tremendous job as a club. They're hosting the final. But it's like, come on, you couldn't have painted over the freaking no, end I just, zone? Honestly, I think San Diego should be banned for five years from ever hosting an NWSL championship match because it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to our league. It's a lack of respect to the teams. And not only do we have to watch one game on that field, now a week turnover, like I don't even want to know what that field's going to look like for the final because not only was it a mess in terms of the football lines, but it was a mess in terms of the pitch. And I like mean, that's that to me is a disaster. I I mean the grounds crew has a lot a lot to work on, but but for me it's an absolute shame and it just shows that like we need to be prioritized and whether that's going to be at a stadium a different stadium that isn't necessarily attached to a team i i really don't care i just want the best product and i want us can we triple the amount can we quadruple the amount of cameras in our production for our our playoff games like i know i don't want to get greedy and like say for the whole you say incremental gains like just for the playoff games can we just maximize the number of cameras possible like double our budget because at this point it's like terrible to watch yeah, I, think, I want to see the brilliance. Yeah, I think the the larger point uh, that that we're <laughs> here to discuss is um, the production quality. And I mean, we're excited. It's the NWL playoffs. We're both we both so are excited. like you know alongside everybody else. We're yeah. talking about the game for a week. We're organizing our weekend schedule. Watch these games. We're all bought in. We're excited. The, yeah. Our league has come so far, and it's so great. Yeah. And yet, there's just some lack of energy in the way that it's produced. It takes the wind out of your sails. It's, it's like you turn on the game and you're sort of like, <laughs> the ball's out of bounds. And you just Waiting. have one really zoomed out camera. And we're all just like sitting on our hands and right. I'm like wait can we get a talking point here can we see the fans can we get a zoom a in of like a, a player yelling at their teammate like my, give me something. my favorite part is when they when the the referee gives the yellow card and they're only showing the referee and you're just like it could be anyone at this point it's like eeny meeny miny mo like determine like who the heck she's giving or he's giving a, a yellow card too it's it is comical, but and we it's laugh. Awesome. We laugh. We laugh. <laughs> but I will say that, you know, especially as you and I have gone down this endeavor of putting a spotlight on, on women's sports and never taking it off and started to explore uh, the sports media space. And, you know, as a league, we're fighting for market share and airtime against the NFL, against these big, high production experiences. And... I, I think that it's it's really hard to compete. It's really hard yeah. to get that type of media dollars that are absolutely required for our league to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like this cyclical problem of like if 
I think the current deal that we're on, it was like whoever is showing the game actually refused to pay for the production. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's wrong. Someone fact check me. Um, but it's like a ridiculous situation. <laughs> and like when you say like there's not enough cameras, like that's why there's not enough cameras. Like yeah. all, a lot of us are playing in the same stadiums that yeah. the MLS is in yeah. or that other sports are in. The cameras are there. They yeah. literally just don't turn them on yeah. because it costs more money to not turn them on. And yeah. so to your point, like in big games, when we're on, you know, major networks, at least, at the very least, can we get, a, a, you know, a little pan into the stadium when the ball is out for a throw for, yeah. for five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Tobin. This episode is sponsored by Element. As a pro soccer player who's always training or traveling and exhausted, it's crucial that I stay hydrated and drink electrolytes. Recently, I heard about Element and I got some of it and I wasn't really sure about it, but I tasted it and I loved the way it tasted. It was salty and it made me feel great. Kristen was a little worried about how much I was consuming. But basically, Element is an electrolyte drink mix, and you don't need to be a pro athlete like us to enjoy it. You can mix it in a cocktail, and you can mix it to cure a hangover. Or if you're like me, you can mix it while watching the NWSL playoffs and the recap show. Basically, whenever you need a salty electrolyte boost with no sugar, coloring, filler, or artificial ingredients, you need Element. And right now, Element is offering a free sample pack with any purchase. If you remember the past recap show, all of our friends were getting it and they were all loving it and enjoying it. So you get eight single serve packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors. I know, crazy, eight flavors. And share a packet of Element with a friend. Get yours today at drinkelement.com slash recap. And remember, this deal is only available through my link. So go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash recap. And the best part is Element offers a no questions asked refund. So if you hate it, it doesn't matter. It's totally risk-free. Also, you can share it with a salty friend or see if anybody else likes it. But basically, Element will give you your money back. You have nothing to lose and only electrolytes to gain. Big thanks to Element. And now back to the recap show. I kind of want to ask you a question. So Gotham was the worst team in the league last year. What do you think the biggest difference is between this year and and last? This is hilarious because that is the question. This is the American dream. Wait. Every team in the NWSL is like, <laughs> we can do it. Next year, like, who, who finished last? Chicago? Chicago's like, <laughs> here we go. 2024. Started in the bottom. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think that there's a lot to be said for them playing for, for Krieger and for playing for something that just feels meaningful. I yeah. think that, I mean, obviously, OL has that too. Um, I don't know if that's the difference. Like, uh, I, But I believe that there is a large constituent of fan that is rooting for these teams, yeah. especially if their team is out, is just rooting for the, the, the legends to live on. Yeah. Um, and I do believe in that power. I do feel like both teams look very together. They look um, very... 
very inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like they know the assignment. Yeah. Um, and it, for Gotham, I, I don't think we've ever seen that from them no, before. No, really team-oriented. Like, a, like next player in type mentality, even with the goal and, like, the changes that were made. It was it was pretty inspiring and definitely a team vibe. We always talk about vibes. Like, when you look out at, at a team, you can tell if they're together or not. Vibes on vibes for for what what do they call themselves? The Bats? Something like that. The Batty Girls? The Batty Girls? That's kind of cool. <laughs> not um, sure. <laughs> did you just make that up? Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side for the Thorns, like there was a substitution, I think it was like in the probably 75th, I don't even know, when two internationals went into the game. It was uh, Sagita and... Um, Qu- Quika? Uh, Quika? Or Sink. Quika. Quika. And Sink. I think all the... And I was just thinking to myself like... This is just a tale of two teams right here. Tale of two teams. So strange. What do you mean by that? Just because, like, the strength, like, I don't know. like Oh, you're saying the difference between the Like, take a Katie Stangle that came in and made the difference. Like, she can't, like, and you know Katie Stangle. You played with her. She's, like, you, you said it yourself. Like, finishing... Like that finish wasn't like it was a really special finish, but but she's yeah yeah, she's done it a thousand times. So so kudos to her for like getting that moment to show what she's actually super class at. But on the flip side, of Portland had class all over the field and they couldn't find a class moment. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's interesting that um, the kind of the most exciting players in the NWSL, you know, are are going to be there in the final. Like honestly. Great storyline for the final. Krieger, Pino, like, go, go, vets, go, uh, awesome, internationals. Elder millennials. <laughs> That's what everyone's go, saying. Yeah. Go elders. Go elders. <laughs> so strange. Um, no, amazing celebration of them. But I think, like, we're all done with retirement games. Like, we're ready for, like, the next. Like, I want to see the best players. Like, the best players in the prime and their best players that are coming up. And mm-hmm. right now... Um, I don't see any of those two things in this final. Yeah, I will say, though, it it, it was two team performances. Obviously, the, a huge difference in, like, a banger, beautiful goal that's, like, a lifetime of um, training and yeah. excellence and precision to the goal to a what you call a crot. I never heard that word before today. <laughs> um, but I, I think that there's, like, a huge juxtaposition in the way those games ended. And, like, yeah. there's a huge irony of, like, winning – you know, that game or losing that game based yeah. on, like, what is excellence and a player rising to, like, kind of just, like, right. soccer so cruel and, like, luck either goes your way or it doesn't go your way. And it's, like, those two moments were, like, the opposite ends of football for me. Yeah. Um, but in both performances, they were team performances. And I think there was, um, you know, a little bit of a coaching battle happening, which was really interesting to watch. And it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that plays out in the final. Yeah, really, really interesting. Obviously, two teams that have never won a championship um, that for the first time ever, they'll make history. And that's so exciting. And even if you look at a player like Pino and Krieger, they've, they both have never won an NWSL championship either. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's huge. One of them are going to do something at the end of their career for the first time. Yeah. and That's you, so cool. And you can tell um, it just matters. But I think what's really cool about the NWSL and all of the domestic leagues is like, this is actually your life. Like day in, day out. This is your family. This is who you train with. Mm. This is who you spend your time with. This is your market. And I actually think 
you know, there's so much pressure in these big moments. Um, and because it's America and we have a playoff, again, we've created this like high pressure, high, um, high stakes situation. But this really is a culmination of your entire year. And whatever happens on, on Sunday, um, you get a fresh start and you get a new mm -hmm. season. So I think that's really cool. And I think yeah. there's a lot to be said for, for, you know, being a player that carries your team through a league um, and wins. Yep. I love championship games. Oh my gosh. Like you said, like the story's just gonna be written and somebody's gonna emerge as the heroine. Yeah. Heroine. Heroines. Heroines. Um, we um, are gonna be doing a um an NWL final preview, so we can keep keep this conversation going very soon. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We've got a whole recap. We've to got get a whole prepared. To get prepared for the final. You're right. How exciting. Okay, so next up is your favorite segment. Community questions. <laughs> oh. We're so excited you stole it from me. That was just fun. All right. Are you ready? What What yeah. do you think? Um, first or second? Well, I um, don't have my laptop in front of me, so I have to have mine memorized. So I think I'll go first. The question is from memory. If you, your closet only could hold... One of these two things, what would it be? Your sneaker collection or your hat collection? I'm assuming that what you don't get to keep, you don't get to wear, and you don't get to have. Noni. Thank you for your question, Noni. Um, sneakers. You would keep your sneakers? Definitely. But you live 90% uh, of your life barefoot. And I don't think I've ever seen you without a hat. But the 10%... Has anyone ever seen Tobin without a hat? <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> I sleep with my hat on. Uh, no, the the ten uh, percent I think is more important than the ninety percent. Yeah, and I have way more shoes than I have hats. And you have way more value in your shoes. Oh my god! But sometimes I'm afraid that if I take off your hat, your head's gonna fall off. So. <laughs> it doesn't come off. Um. Okay, that was a fun question. Look at you with your fun question. Okay. Um, Are you ready a little for quick, this one? little quick note for all the reimaginers. Tobin doesn't like the questions that I pick. You know, it's funny. I wanted to, like, prove you wrong, but I'm currently not wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I always, like, wonder, like, how what your process is in picking the questions. Anyways, my question was, Sophia asked, which one of you is the best dancer? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you think that's funny. That's just fact. Yeah, you're right, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sophia, for asking a really great question. One of the first things that uh, Kristen told me when I first met her was that her true calling was as a backup dancer. That's the problem when you know people for that long, because that was eight years ago. So like, I still back up dance. I've evolved. <laughs> I am now a frontline dancer. Thank you. <laughs> frontline dancer is that a thing? Frontline dancing? No, it's not. Um, Wouldn't that just be like Beyonce? Yeah, that's how I've evolved. <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Do you want the other question? No. Are no. you sure? That's a wrap, everybody. Thank You'll you have to wait till so next much. time for the next question thank you all to the community for sending in our questions um 
So if you're listening to this on audio, um, join our membership and then you have the opportunity to submit your questions. Tobin and I are selecting them each episode, asking each other via surprise. Um, and we're very grateful. There's a lot of amazing perks within membership. It's really a place where you can be yourself and better yourself for both sports fans and change makers to come together and create community, something that Tobin and I are really proud to have built. And it is a co-creation with all of the reimaginers. So thank you. Um, this week at Reink, it's really excited. I'm really excited because we are for the very first time starting to share out uh, Reimaginers United, which is um, an upcoming collection campaign and just mainstay part of Reink, basically from Tobin's Mind Palace. We've created a, a club, a club that wins for all. Um, so you're going to start to see the first pieces of content and Tobin's previewing a couple of the pieces of the collection, including a poster and a jersey. Um, so you're going to get to start to see that come to life. It is dropping next week. And um, our team and our members are meeting on Sunday... Saturday. The game's on Saturday um, in San Diego before uh, the NWSL final. So never never watch alone. Never watch a game alone and um, go hang out with all of our reimaginers. I love um, that line. We're going to be in San Diego this weekend as well. Um, and is there anything else? Oh, yeah. And there's going to be a lot of recap shows because we're going to do an uh, NWSL finals preview and a recap of the NWSL finals. So enjoy it. We're just going to keep recapping. Lots of community questions because we're going to have lots of episodes. We're so excited. And yeah, get your community questions in and uh, join membership for more. Yeah, we love doing this. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate everybody. The Recap Show is a Re-Ink original series. Produced in partnership with HeadGum Studios. If you believe in what we're building and love this show, the most important thing you can do is follow or subscribe. Hit the plus sign on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review and share the show with a friend. We are so grateful. The Recap Show is executive produced by Tobin Heath, Kristen Press, Shane Romani, and Jamie Friedman. For HeadGum Studios, The Recap Show is brought to life by supervising producer Katie Moose, Associate Producer, Ali Khan. Video Engineer and Editor, Rochelle Chen. Motion Graphics, Eddie Ramos. Thank you.